Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast, where each week we discuss uh, high school and college athletics in northeastern and north central South Dakota. I am Jacob Wirtz, alongside Dave Vilhauer. Dave, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Good. Nothing says winter quite like uh, basketball practice and wrestling practice, gymnastics practice. So uh, we have definitely uh, switched from fall into winter, and uh, and that's a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah, we're rolling right along with that. Practices starting this week for multiple sports. Yeah, and, uh, and we, we yeah we actually had the, we actually had some varsity action, not just practice this past week. And you're saying, well, what sport was that? I didn't see it. Well, it's the uh, Cougar hockey team uh, teams, I should say. Uh, they got uh, going this past weekend, and boy, what a great start for those guys. Uh, you know, they um, the, the girls have yet to give up a goal, and and uh, in back to back home games, uh, they're playing. Jamestown on Monday night, but they uh, off to a really good start, and uh, you know they uh, they defeated uh, Sioux Center uh, by uh, five to nothing scores both on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Allison Whale with the first goal of the season for the Cougars on Saturday, and and uh, and following that game, I caught up with Allison and uh, I talked about uh, you know getting that early goal and what it meant, and uh, and she said uh, you know whether they're up one to nothing, down one to nothing, uh, they got to keep the pedals of the metal the whole way. Here's what she had to say yeah does it seem different once you are are, are ahead and you can maybe play with a little more of a downhill no you don't want to put your like just think you're gonna win you got to put the same effort in to all of your shifts you don't want to slow down because you never know what the other team is thinking because they obviously want to get that goal back (laughs) so you got to put in a lot of effort and keep your head level and not get angry or anything and of course, the uh, the Cougar boys, my goodness, eight goals back to back games. I mean, uh, there's some football teams that maybe have a tough time putting up eight on a weekend, and uh, some really uh, really outstanding play there uh, on Saturday night. Lance Siefkin, a senior, a member of the Cougars, uh, got the uh, player of the game chain. It's a it's a big uh, uh, gold uh, chain link uh, <laughs> necklace. Uh, one of those ones, uh, a heavy heavy necklace. Uh, it stands for pulling your own weight and that sort of thing. And you know, you see football teams with the turnover chain and all this stuff well now the cougars have a player of the game chain and so uh we talked a little bit about that and uh, and how uh, he came to be wearing that some night lights tonight do for you guys going forward here because obviously you see what you can are capable of doing yeah i think it's just a really good to start off this way and then just keep going okay any other thoughts or comments tonight not really i mean everybody played really well i think anybody could have got this chain it just ended up on my neck Cougars will be in action again this weekend. The boys will host Brandon Valley. Uh, also, Northern State with some home basketball uh, this past week, and uh, I had a chance to cover the Wolves on uh, men on Friday night. They played Peru State out of Nebraska, and you know it was interesting. It was a it was a very close game for three fourths of the first half, 
And uh, the next thing you know, I look up and it's halftime and the Wolves are up 17 points. I'm like, what happened? I'm sure Peru State was probably thinking the same thing. What happened? Well, uh, Northern just on a huge spurt there to, to end the half. And uh, Josh Dilling uh, kind of got that spurt started and uh, ended up with a really solid game. After the game, I caught up with him. And I, uh, I pretty much said the same thing. What happened? That was our defensive intensity. Uh, we had Zay Hagen off the bench who's getting up in their grill, getting steals. And so it kind of brought some fire for us. And so we kind of, you know, had to get some stops and then it turned into buckets on the other end. You kind of ignited it. Uh, you had the first five points of that run. Uh, and, you know, you really played unselfish basketball. You found guys tonight and then you got your offense going. And then, it, you know, did you feel like maybe you had to provide that offensive spark at that point? Because it was, I mean, it was pretty much an even game at that point. Yeah, no, we, we wanted to get a separation. We wanted to, you know, kind of get a lead out. And so, you know, there was opportunities and there was open plays. And so just had to make the play happen. And, you know, my teammates got me open. So and Josh followed that uh, performance up uh, by making seven of eight three-pointers on Saturday. Uh, just like a layup drill for him and uh, Wolves with a school record 23-point field goals and a win over Trinity Bible College. Uh, Northern Women with a remarkable win on Saturday uh, trailed uh, USF pretty much the whole way. They were down 15-4 uh, to four to start the game. Uh, they were down 39-24 uh, late in the second half and the Wolves all of a sudden just found the switch, outscored uh, the Cougars 24-6 to six in the fourth quarter to pull out that win. Uh, what's kind of interesting about that one was uh, Bryn Elfson uh, with 11 points in the fourth quarter to lead the Wolves. Uh, she's a former Hamlin basketball player. And uh, who do you suppose led USF in scoring? None other than Cammie Wadsworth, a Hamlin basketball player. She's a freshman. Of course, many of our uh, listeners probably remember her from last year. Outstanding athlete. And so that was kind of interesting uh, there at Wax Arena on Saturday. Uh, taking a look at uh, this week, we've got some awards that are hot off the press. We have some All-State Volleyball. Of course, it wasn't that many days ago when we uh, were out in Rapid City, Jacob, covering that event. And uh, a lot of area representation here on these All-State teams. And uh, we'll kind of break this down with some local players uh, anyway. Double uh, A, uh, represented by Grace Cook of Aberdeen Central. And I know you got a chance to watch Grace earlier this season. Uh, outstanding player. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, uh, her season was cut short with a knee injury, a kind of a fluke injury during warm-ups uh, <laughs> before the uh, Harrisburg match, but uh, really an outstanding player. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. She was kind of one of those players that uh, was the leader of the group, and uh, it was it was very unfortunate to see her season come to an end. And But again, second team honors there yeah. for her, and, yeah. and grand, congrats to her. Nice to see her recognized. Looking at uh, the Class A list, uh, a couple of players from our area here. We've got Jolie Palmer from uh, Miller, just a really all-around all very good player, and uh, Charlie Henderson of Mobridge Pollock, and I know you got a chance to see both of those players in action this year, and uh, again, uh, there's a reason their teams were successful, because they were a big part of that. Oh, absolutely, yeah, Henderson, you know, had a chance to see her at Roncalli mm -hmm. late in the season, and just a fantastic all-around player there. She's just a junior, so she'll be back. Right. Uh, Jolie Palmer, just a sophomore, 635 digs this year. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive there. Yeah. So, yeah, very, very well uh, well rewarded there. Yeah, I talked to Jolie at the state tournament, and she said that sophomore class is very, very competitive for Miller. So, you know, look for big things out of the wrestlers here uh, coming down the pike. Uh, Linda DeBoer just does a fantastic job with them. Uh, recorded her 700th career coaching win here this past year. Well, no doubt, uh, very well represented here in the Class B ranks. Uh, we've had teams in the poll all year long, and 
as uh, we represented here on the first team by Ava Nielsen of Warner, Lauren Markison of Warner, and Ashley Haven of Northwestern. A big uh, Lake Region Conference uh, feel to this. Uh, Ava, more than five thousand career set assists i mean i'll tell you what if we if we watched every one of those set assists on film we'd be here until like maybe new year's so just a <laughs> a fantastic career she's gonna be playing volleyball at northern state so i'm sure the local people will be very happy to continue watching her play but uh, i know you got a chance to see those three girls uh very good players yeah they are that, absolutely i mean well recognized there and yeah ava almost a thousand assists this year wow. alone 936 and <laughs> and yeah markison and haven just fantastic players as well yep second team members uh, include addison milius of falkton caitlin schrader of hitchcock tulare and then laney utech of wolsey wessington and uh, again some really outstanding players a uh, little different positions maybe here or there i got a chance to see milius and schrader go head to head there at uh, the sodak 16 match uh, a fantastic match. And then on in uh, Kylie Shop of Warner. You know, Kylie, I tell you what, she when she gets ahead of steam, I, I don't know how you block that shot. I mean, she is so athletic, and she when she wounds up, uh, somebody's going to take one off the face or it's going to hit the floor or something because she can really hammer it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, great player there. And, and, and yeah, I get out of the way when she's coming after you. And she, again, she's only a junior. She'll yeah. be back next year. Caitlin, Caitlin yeah. Schroeder's only yeah. a junior. Yeah. So some good young talent coming back. And then on the third team, we have Carly Cotton of Faulkton and Kaylin Doris of Woolsey-Wessington. And, uh, again, uh, you got a chance to see those girls out of the state tournament uh, in Rapid City, uh, two outstanding players. Uh, and uh, their teams did very well also. And, uh, you know, again, uh, they really kind of helped to set the tone. They did, yeah. Kaylin Doris, uh, great tournament there for her. And Carly Cotton and, and Cotton Amelia is just that one-two punch for Falkton all year. was kinda, oh, was very outstanding to Fantastic, watch. yes. Also, one other volleyball award to note, uh, just found this out. Anna Feldheim of Groton has been named the Northeast Conference Volleyball Player of the Year. So congratulations to Anna, uh, the Tigers with an outstanding season. One match short of going to the state tournament, dropping a, a Sodak 16 match to Lennox. Uh, they had a really impressive winning streak there uh, late in the year. I think it might have been about a dozen matches in a row. They, uh, they really came on strong. And uh, just a really good year for, uh, for Groton girls uh, fall sports. Their, uh, their uh, soccer team finishing runner-up at the state tournament. And so uh, congratulations to her. Also, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention a, uh, a shout-out here to Coach uh, Scott Langer of the Aberdeen Wings, recording his 700th career coaching win over the weekend. Uh, the Wings uh, splitting uh, a pair of road contests with Minot. Uh, so congratulations to him, winning us coach there, uh, I think, I believe, in the NAHL. Uh, taking a look at this week's action, the Wings will be at home this weekend, as will uh, the Cougars. We mentioned that, the Cougar boys. Also, we've got uh, some high school uh, winter sports starting up here as well. The Aberdeen Central Gymnasts will be in action hosting Jamestown on Thursday night. So uh, make sure you check that out. Also, the Northern State men and women with a home NSIC basketball doubleheader uh, against Minnesota State Moorhead. Uh, the Wolves men will play the first game at 530, followed by the women at 730. And those two teams have really, uh, <laughs> they have really had some memorable matchups in the past, especially with, uh, with the men's games. Uh, I've covered a couple of those that were 
just very unpredictable down the stretch. And, uh, you know, the Wolves, um, Wolves definitely have got some things going for them. Uh, they've, uh, both, both teams, really, the women have lost just one game so far to start the season. So we'll see how that goes. And then the Aberdeen Central Wrestlers will be in action uh, this weekend. Kind of unique scheduling. The boys and girls uh, going their separate ways. Uh, they'll be home, you know, they'll be together for duels this year, but tournaments, they'll kind of do their own thing. And the girls will be down in Viberg on uh, Friday night for a duel tournament. Uh, the Golden Eagles, uh, led by returning state uh, individual champion Katrina Gibson, first uh, state champion in Central Girls program history. So, uh, you know, and Madison Gillen, also a former state place winner, is back. And then the uh, Central Boys will be starting on uh, Saturday at a tournament in Watertown. And uh, so that'll be interesting there as well. Uh, they've got a lot of uh, state place winners back, led by uh, Raiden Zins and Mason Shrimp. And, uh, and then they head out uh, to Rapid next week. And get this, Jacob, uh, there was a big tournament out there the last, uh, I don't know how many years, and it's gotten much bigger. Uh, Coach uh, Donnie Bowden told me that there will be 60 teams, 6-0, wow. 60 teams at that Rapid City Invitational next weekend. Can you believe that? That's a lot of wrestling. I, the, just even the region meets sometimes can get hectic with I know. six, eight, ten teams. Right? Oh, my goodness. Yes, I, I believe teams are coming from a four- or five-state area. Um, wow. And, and uh, I, I didn't think it could get much bigger than it has been in the oh, past. Oh but, uh, you know, if you if you do something at that tournament, that that's really, you know, far, far bigger than a state tournament. I mean, you've got the, the best of the best from a multi-state area. And so uh, you, <laughs> you, it's a really a, a very stiff test to start out the, the season, really. And so uh, I can't even imagine. I've covered state tournaments before, but I, I don't know if I've ever covered anything quite like that. So, oh, man. Uh, yeah. That's, and, and with that big of a tournament, you got to think there's college coaches oh, and, and recruiters yes. out, out at something like that. I, I, mean, I would think so. I mean, and if you like wrestling, uh, that would be nonstop wrestling uh, both days, and you would see some just incredible talent out there. And I know that uh, when I talked to Coach Bowden in the past, that's one of his favorite events to go to just because of, of the quality of the wrestling. And, uh, you know, you're, you're definitely going to get a lot of matches in. And so I know the Golden Eagles are looking forward to that. Also, of course, uh, girls basketball and boys basketball will be starting soon. In fact, we've got a couple of just a handful of games here this weekend. Uh, most of the local teams will get started uh, next week. Uh, but one game of note uh, that uh, is on the schedule is uh, is one between Castlewood and Sisseton. And uh, you're talking about uh, two programs there. I mean, both of those teams were in the state tournament last year, I believe. And I think expectations could be pretty high. Oh, no doubt. I mean, these are teams that, like you said, made the state tournament, have had some success this past year. And uh, Castlewood's had success in multiple sports. We just saw them out in Rapid <laughs> yeah. City for state volleyball. Yep. They won the state softball yes. tournament in the spring. So <laughs> yes. a lot of success there. Well, a lot of good athletes coming back. And then, the, you know, you have the Langager girls from Sisseton along with Leverson uh, playing out front. Uh, they're going to win a lot, a lot of girls basketball games this this winter. And so that's really, you know, you say, well, you know, the season hasn't really got, boy, that's a pretty marquee matchup to start out oh. the opening weekend. So uh, it's not a classic or anything like that, but but, uh, you know, I, I pretty much can guarantee you, we haven't had the polls yet for the for the upcoming season, but if those two teams aren't rated, both of them, I will be very surprised. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They should at least be receiving votes at the very <laughs> least, I think. So Yeah, it should it should be interesting. And, of course, this is a fun time of the year as, uh, as everybody is zero and zero for the most part here going forward and uh, a lot of uh, reason for optimism. 
and uh, hopefully uh, you know everybody can stay healthy and uh, and just have a good season. Um, just a reminder that uh, each week throughout uh, the, the season, and it doesn't really matter what time of the year it is, it can be midsummer. Uh, we cover a lot of uh, baseball, softball, golf, tennis, all that sort of stuff. Uh, any time of the year, we are loaded with sports at SD Sports Scene. So we run box scores, and, and uh, boy, I tell you what, we run a lot of box scores on a regular basis. We've got outstanding uh, action photography by John Davis. Uh, each week he comes up with stuff that just uh, blows me away. So he, uh, since we started, uh, he has posted more than 18,000 photos, which is only really 13 more thousand than Ava Nielsen has assists. So, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, number is a number, you know, both pretty big numbers there. But, uh, and of course, we have game stories. We have feature stories. Uh, we've got a very easy-to-use app. And at this time of the year, just want to remind you that, uh, you know, a gift subscription uh, makes a very nice Christmas gift uh, for anybody, the sports fan in your life. Uh, again, we have stuff on the site 365 days a year we don't miss. So uh, it would be a, a, just a, a gift that keeps on giving. So don't forget uh, when you're out there uh, thinking about the, a gift for that hard to, hard to find, buy for uh, family member, uh, SD Sports Scene would make a great choice. Well, Jacob, uh, any other thoughts or comments here as, as we wrap the, the show up? We've got a lot of preview work uh, that we'll be uh, doing here in the next week or so on uh, some girls basketball, boys basketball, wrestling, in addition to start coming uh, covering some of these events. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a, lot of, uh, a lot of things coming up on the docket, and uh, we'll be looking forward to, to the, uh, all, the, all the winter sports here. And, yeah, well, like you said, we'll be previewing stuff here this next week, so stay tuned for that. Yep, for sure. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, we'll either be uh, at uh, Northern Events or link right to it. Same with the Wings. Uh, you're one click away from uh, coverage of all of that. And uh, so we're looking forward to a really successful sports season this winter. Well, again, that'll wrap things up for this week's show. Again, I encourage you to, uh, to check out sdsportscene.com. As we like to say, your source for sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota. Uh, thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day once again this week. And uh, have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules.